Hi guys, it's Matilda. And it's Hadiza. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the, the African Lipso Podcast. <laughs> So today on the show, we're going to be talking about how to navigate through this adulting thing and focusing more on finances. But hopefully as the conversation progresses, we'll also touch a bit more on some other things that come with adulting. Mm -hmm. We may be talking just surface level about a lot of financial steps that come with adulting, but please keep in mind that that this is kind of like an introduction to the financial episodes. So we're going to try to go more in depth to like the different concepts Keep listening if you want to know more about a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. Wink, wink. Today on the episode, we have... Iman Ma Tiffany Egeonu. Hey, <laughs> your whole government. Of course. <laughs> How do Iman Ma Tiffany, they have to know. <laughs> and our second guest... Anthony Kabea. Do you want to give a bit of an introduction of yourselves? Like, what do you guys do? Oh, okay. So, um... I'm a recent biomedical engineering graduate. Okay. <laughs> when did you graduate? So I graduated 2017. Yeah. 2017. Um, June 2017. And I graduated from from a biomedical and mechanical engineering program. You've got to put that in like twice. <laughs> like, you know, you said it the first time. When you graduate with a good degree, you have to tell them like twice. <laughs> True. Okay. Just in case you didn't catch that. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> and um, I'm currently working at a healthcare management company nice when how long have you been working there um i actually just started working there i kind of took a year off to relax and explore yourself and explore myself mm. and sleep <laughs> and uh, i've been working and travel yeah and i've been working there now for about three months so since june of 2018 mm. nice 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 i'm jealous but okay <laughs> And I am, I already introduced myself. Basically, I work as a finance specialist in the government for public works. And yeah, so I graduated in accounting in 2000, don't judge my age, 2013. Oh. Yeah, so I've been there for about four four or five years. Nice. Nice. Did you get that like right after you came out of university? No, there was a period of struggle, but it's all good. It made me part of who I am. (laughs) It was about a year or a year of struggle. Mm. But yeah, so I'm an accountant. (laughs) I got my I got my CPA last year. And I'm just out here trying to do me. Nice, (laughs) nice. And both of us, I and Hadiza, are both still students. Still struggling. Still struggling. (laughs) Um, And we're now. (laughs) For now, oh thank God. And we're in our final year. But I kind of I I would say like I kind of have the overlap because I took that year off last Mm -hmm. year for the internship. So I kind of saw what like a nine to five is like Mm -hmm. so i'm if i'm talking about things i just want to drop it in so like it's not like well i'm talking theoretically i Mm -hmm. feel like i actually got to see those kind Mm -hmm. of things happen so yeah by the way so when did you guys feel for the first time that you were adults hmm i started to feel like an adult when i had more than just a phone bill in my name like, you know, usually you just have your phone and you only worry about that. But when I started to actually have responsibilities that I had to follow up on, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to check my credit. Oh, I have <laughs> you, don't. To, you know what I mean? Just I had I just ended up having to do more. 
And when I realized that my parents wouldn't do it for me and nobody else, it wouldn't get done unless I do it. That's when I started to feel like, okay, it's on you now. So it wasn't like a specific age. Was it like an age that you felt that way? Around like by the end of like university, I want to say by like 20, 21 ish. Because that's, that's, you know, in an African household as well, you go to school and as you're nearing graduation, they start to ask you about like, Okay, what, what, you're, do? what do you want to do now? And then I had to actually have to think about what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to feel like an adult. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Mama? I feel like uh, honestly, I'm I'm really not sure because I feel like I kind of grew up at a young age because I went to boarding school from like eleven. I kind of came to a whole you, new country. You, it was you were nine? You were like nine. I was at like nine. <laughs> you were both I came nine. to like a whole new country at like. 15 so like I feel like in a sense I kind of grew up young but like when I felt like an adult I feel like it'll probably be more when like wait like you said so I became more financially responsible Mm -hmm. so I feel like for me it was when I actually started worrying about what I was going to eat (laughs) (laughs) because like I mean like honestly because I feel like I I mean even up to today I'm so thankful for my dad because I can always still fall back on him but I feel like just when I felt like I didn't want to ask him for anything anymore. So mm-hmm. when when I actually got my first job, which was I believe second after second year, so mm-hmm. like that's when I kind of felt like okay, like you know now I have some like some sort of money, so I can like some sort, some sort. <laughs> <laughs> I then like I just kind of felt a bit more financially responsible then. I feel like that's when I kind of felt like okay, like you know if my dad wants to cut me off now, I'm good. <laughs> I'm an adult, so I feel like yeah. that's kind of like I feel like that was it for me. Yeah. Okay. If my dad cuts me off now. I mean, I'm probably still not good, but it's a low budget, Jackie. It's a low budget, Jackie. Because it used to be paid. Man. Still, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so Matilda, how about you? When did you feel mm. like you were an adult? Uh, uh, <laughs> I would say just last year mm-hmm. because I literally was off my dad's payroll for a whole year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I thought I was an adult before that, but then I realized, like, I was making my own decisions. Like, Mm -hmm. my dad wasn't asking me anything. Like, I mean, obviously, how are you and everything? Mm -hmm. But he kind of knew. He was like, if you need help, let me know. Mm -hmm. But, like, he didn't ask me any questions. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, yeah. So, I I guess I did. But I think it's much more than that because... uh, I don't know. There, there were also times before that, like I would take, a, like because I also went to boarding school, right? Mm-hmm. And like I lived in Portaka, but my I went to school in Lagos, so like there were a lot of times we would actually need stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't want them to worry, so I would still mm-hmm. be like, okay, guys, I'll, I'll handle it myself. So I would literally give day students money to go buy stuff for me. So I felt, mm-hmm. I but I, I still wouldn't say like I, I was an adult there, then because I still think. To an extent, age plays a role in it. If something happened to me, I knew my parents were still there for me. And they are still, but... Mm. Yeah. How about you, Hadiza? <laughs> for me, um, I would say... I mean, I went to boarding school. I went to school in Nigeria as well. But then, like, I still didn't, like, want to be an adult. <laughs> like, I, I literally did not, like... We all don't. Like, mm. the, I, I, I saw my adulthood and I was like nah I kind of like this actually I don't really want to do what adults do right Mm -hmm. but then I found I mean I found I had to kind of become an adult sort of in second year Mm -hmm. because from second year I started to take over my rent my phone bill my along with school yeah along with school and stuff like that so I was responsible for paying like for my living costs with school till now wow yeah Yeah, yeah. so so from then like I felt like I was an adult yeah so yeah 
Um, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so think you up. can, but when... No, if, like, if you're you, still in school. No, yeah. but if the thing is, if you are in a situation where you have to... Sure, like I you guess you... No I, I would, yeah, but still. That's uh, yeah, big ups. Still, honestly, <laughs> yeah. till now, I still don't know how Hadiza... She's superwoman. Mm-hmm. That's the record. We're all, we all are, Okay, so when really are you an adult? Like, mm-hmm. do you think there is a flat out... Like, are there... Is there a flat definition? Is it an age? Mm-hmm. Is it like certain markers or what do you guys think? Um, I I don't think there's an age where you become an adult because I mean, like 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 you said, so we all come from like in a sense different circumstances. Even though we both kind of went to board and got a specific age, mm-hmm. so we probably grew up faster than another yeah. person. Mm-hmm. But like at this the same list. time. <laughs> But at the same time, I don't think there's like a spe- like a specific age when you become an adult. I feel like if anything, it's all about the mindset. So it's all about yes. like you know your mindset. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't know if we all just want to be adults. I feel like we all want to be adults with like you know a bit of like a kid in us. Yeah. So like I don't think we're ever. I mean, I hope. Yeah. So like I hope we're never fully adults. I hope we're like eh? adults plus kids, like adults and kids. Explain that. Like I mean. Like mentally, like you know, you want to be an adult, but you also want to be able to enjoy life and laugh and like you know have that childlike personality. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't think, like I said, I don't think there's a specific age, but I feel like you know it's more about your mindset. So it's more about when you get to that point in your life where you feel like okay, I should be able to handle things myself. I should be able to be held responsible for my act for my actions mm-hmm. without like you know passing off the blame to somebody else. Like you know, I should be able to handle yeah. this and that and that by myself. I feel like that's when you become in quotes, <laughs> and adults, yeah. yeah. I think that's similar to what my dad had told me as well, just to build on that. Because he always told me, um, whenever you become an adult, you become accountable to certain things. Mm-hmm. Although you, because he always, the way he explained it is like, responsibility can always be transferred, but accountability can't. So you know like when you're at work, and then like... <laughs> Your supervisor, like, gives you work, right? So he made you responsible for something. But if you don't do it well, your supervisor is accountable for it. So, like, that's where the real, quote-unquote, responsibility lies. But, like, when you become an adult, that's when you have that accountability Mm -hmm. that... Listen, if it doesn't get done, you're the one who's going to pay for it. So Mm -hmm. one way or another, so you're accountable for it. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you almost have to force people to be adults as well. Because some people who, like, live well off and et cetera may be responsible. You know, I'm going to live on mommy's dime. Yeah. You know, that dream we have. nobody trying to, like... I mean, responsibility is hard. It's It's hard. But they're still not accountable because they know XYZ is going to bail me out. Mm -hmm. You got to force... People to really be yeah. true. I, I feel like even with okay, even with my definition of adulthood, like when I f- felt like I first became an adult, like if, if I'm still in dire need, I would still like ask my. You still have a. I backup. still have a yeah. backup. Like oh, but then when you're an adult, it's like you're you're an island essentially. But I mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I get yeah, that, island. but. I don't think like being an island should be the definition of being an adult because I mean I feel like I can still be fifty but hopefully I should still be able to fall back to my dad. Yeah, I can have like a like no like no like honestly like no I mean for an emergency. Like I mean I should still be Yes. Like, like, that's why your dad's my daddy. No, no, no. I collect pension at that time. Like, he's like, I'm going to leave me now. I just want my money. Let me go back. Like, when I say fall back on my dad, I guess it's just because I'm daddy's girl. So I'm just saying fall back on my dad. But, like, I feel like. But I feel like it's more of, like, just, I should still be able to have, like, some form of support. Like, you know, like, if, like, let's say I'm in an emergency or, like, something 
goes wrong, I should still be able to know, okay, maybe there's somebody there to you help someone. me. someone, yeah. yeah. so, like, I like I don't think being an island, like, I mean, sure, it's important I to be an think, island, yeah. but I don't think being an island should be the definition of being an adult, because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I think it's just important in life in general to just have... A form of backup plan, like you know, to have a support system. What if you're an island with a bridge? An island with a bridge, I like that. A bridge to the mainland. Yeah, yeah. 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 Many bridges actually. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, but do you guys think there's actual markers that um, signify, like you know, a rite of passage, like, like you know, for an example, like jobs, getting jobs. Mm -hmm. Like, what what are the markers that like? You would well, think that I mean, adults. definitely getting a job, but I feel like also like I mean paying your rent, oh, yeah. <laughs> like things like that because like that is not child's play. No. <laughs> I don't even pay rent. No. Oh, you no, I don't. Yeah, okay. I live with my parents. Hey, hey, mom, hey, dad. <laughs> that's like, like yeah. best. I need so, that's like the best. So sometimes I don't really feel like an adult, like because mm-hmm. I can, like for example, her when you said pay, having a job. I have a job. I've had a steady job for a long time, but I still don't pay rent. I mean, like, no, that's okay. That kind of responsibility, I, th- mm-hmm. I think you're meaning. Uh, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sorry. But I mean, like, you don't have to. I don't think you have to like check off every single one no, of the yeah, markers not every to be an adult. Yeah. But I feel like you know, like having a good job. Uh, paying rent, I think that's something, or not mm-hmm. even rent. Honestly, I feel like rent is just yeah. broad. Like you know, paying your bills, having kids. I mean, having kids can be a marker. I think that kind of forces <laughs> you to be an adult. Yeah, I, th- yes. I think so too. I, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like having kids, if you actually do do right what? by them, <laughs> will yeah. force you to be because some people yeah. have kids, but they're still not adults. Not they like, just yeah. yeah. So having podcast. kids, doing right by them. <laughs> True. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, talking about getting jobs, let's talk about like you know getting a job part time as a, a student mm-hmm. because yeah, that's kind of what you do when you're trying to be an adult as a stu- um, student. So, um, I think like most Nigerian kids slash African kids, because it's in our culture for our parents to support us till like we're older. I mean, till we graduate. Honestly, sorry. Yeah. Well, she said 50, so obviously she thinks that her parents are going to support us. Daddy, please. <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I feel like a lot of us, it's not really a necessity for us to, to get a job at mm. that point in time. Um, what would you say, how was it like? Did you guys ever work as students? You didn't? I never worked as a student. Oh. I, my dad did not want me. I've he did not allow us to work that, as students. Yeah. Because... she said like you know Anthony you're really privileged I'm like I am (laughs) but he didn't like it yes (laughs) but like I that's one of the things why I thank my god for my parents so hard because they were they didn't want us to work because I personally my sister one of my sisters is like she had like three jobs and was going to school me you give me one part-time job and my grades are suffering so he's like you stop working mm-hmm. <laughs> because you need to focus on you. it was me he's like don't do it it's okay whatever you need and i didn't really have needs though i didn't even have a cell phone until i was 20 mm-hmm. so there was really nothing for him to quote unquote pay for mm-hmm. so he's like don't work it's okay what are you working for you need you what need 20 dollars a week <laughs> i got 20 dollars a week for you mm-hmm. so if, you, if it's for your great suffering i didn't work i really didn't work mm-hmm. i kind of regret it though because it didn't I, I I got too spoiled. I got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to make money, I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I wasn't 
responsible with it. Whereas like somebody definitely who, be something we're gonna talk about. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. So that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how do you balance it? Like, would you encourage first of all all of us mm-hmm. from your perspective where you are now, having perspective that you've graduated? You've talked about how you actually think you should have gotten a job, mm-hmm. but from each of us's perspectives, like, why do you think it's important to have a job as a student, well, especially keeping in, sorry, no, okay. especially keeping in mind that not all of us need it, mm-hmm. but also talking as to the people that need it mm-hmm. and balancing it with school. Okay, I feel like I mean, um, so I I had a job in school. I had jobs. I didn't necessarily need it. It just it was just more of like I wanted it and it was the extra cash. Like thankful for my dad again, but he was giving me allowance. Shout out so. to Mister Grand. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah, <laughs> like he was giving me allowance, so I didn't necessarily need the money. It was just more of I just wanted to go out and experience that work life, and then like you know, I knew I could kind of balance it, so it was okay for me to work in school. But um, I feel like it really depends on the kind of person you are. Like, I feel like, like, I mean, for instance, in Andoni's case, like, she knew, like, you know, her, her dad knew it was going to work for her. If she worked, her grades would fall. So in that case, you don't want to sacrifice one for the other. It's like, sure, working is important, but, like, at the same time, you kind of need that, you kind of need school to get that good job. So, like, you know, you don't want to sacrifice one for the other. So I But feel do like, grades really matter in the long run? I feel that's like, honestly, do asking. grades matter? That's a good question. <laughs> that's a really good question. I feel like it's a yes and a no. It's an in-between because... As what don't feel, feel, feel. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. as what don't feel, feel, feel. Like, it matters because <laughs> you want to get a good... Like, you want to get, like, an okay grade mm-hmm. to be able to actually, like, you know, to be able to get the interview. So it's like, once you've gotten the interview, then you can now talk about how you know more than your grade show. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if you can't even get the interview, who are you going to tell that you know, like, anything? So it's like, yeah. if your grades... Like, if you like, if I know you're the smartest person on earth, but you're showing me an F, there's a really, really... Like, you're probably going to get an interview one day. Let's say you meet the boss, like, you know, you talk to the boss directly, whatever. That's good for you. But, like, I mean, do, like, the conventional way by applying and everything, mm-hmm. there's a really, really poor chance that you're going to get an interview with, like, a really, really low grade. Mm-hmm. What do you consider a really low grade? Like an F. Like, like if you have, like, not, yeah, like a GPA. Yeah, they so for, you wouldn't you. even pass through, yeah. so. No, but I mean, like, out. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you, like, like, you scrape through, like, I don't know. I don't want to say a specific yeah, GPA. Yeah, so and that's I thought no one like, feels personally attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, but basically, if you can look at your GPA and you know that this is just ridiculous, you know. <laughs> you know you, you, know, you know. You know you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like you can also look at your grade and be like, okay, like, this is manageable. Like, I mean, then again, like, people's definition of manageable and ridiculous is a lot. So, I mean, <laughs> it's honestly, it's, it depends on you. You look at your grade and you decide if your grade is okay i didn't necessarily like my gpa coming out of school but like i knew that it was okay like mm-hmm. i knew that if i went out in the world i'll be able to get interviews and i yeah. would be okay but i didn't necessarily like it personally just because i have just i guess i'm an overachiever and mm-hmm. <laughs> my uh. father is evil and i'm nigerian <laughs> and like you know i've kind of always wanted out 4.0 4.0 but it's all right sorry excuse it's mm-hmm. all right i'm like <laughs> it's all right we know i did not get that but i got a good grade and yeah, that's really all enough. that matters yeah. guys so mm-hmm. Employer, yeah. I got a good grade. <laughs> Shout out to the employer. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, that's that's true. How about you, Hadiza? What do you think? 
Um, well, I mean, I would say because I'm coming from Nigeria, essentially, like I feel like working um, part time allowed me to kind of gain Canadian experience, if that makes sense. Like, so if I hadn't. OK, so, for example, like I found it hard because my program is they're mostly like Canadian. Mm-hmm. Like I'm we're literally only two Nigerians in the whole my engineer year my my year yeah my wow so i found it hard to like at first i found it hard to i couldn't really relate to like a lot of people in class that kind of thing and i mean there are other people but it wasn't as much as like other programs like civil and like all those kind of things but then i feel like and i always felt like for some reason like i always felt like oh these people are better than me because like they're Canadian. Like first, and I always had been that. Working like, for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. To a lot of them. Yeah, I always thought, okay, there's something that they probably know that I don't know, and I don't know that I don't know it. So like, I'm kind of like a step backward, essentially. But then working, like working and like actually talking to Canadians and having to interact with Canadians, kind of helped me move past that and mm-hmm. be able to like break that like cultural barrier it's a mm-hmm. cultural it's barrier it's a cultural yes. barrier yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very important yeah. Yeah. yeah so so i would say understanding their jokes yeah true <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah. I, I learned the, i learned the workplace laugh no Important. It's this very is important. actually a tip, guys. Learn a workplace, workplace laugh. Learn it. Honestly, I, I learned how to communicate with them. To be honest, honestly, it's good. It's, it's, Work it's in because school. of the cultural barrier. <laughs> you're is. right. Yeah, like it's very what we find funny and what they mm. do. Initially, it's starting to be funny now, but yes, yeah, so, sometimes yeah. it is really yeah. funny. I'm like, oh, this is smart. <laughs> but like sometimes it's like you just gotta do what Tiffany said the workplace laugh yeah. yeah but yeah I mean I mean it, it, it can be hard and it's it, it can be it was very challenging to balance and sometimes it still is depending on who I like it depending on the semester and what I have to go through that semester and stuff like that but then you also have to consider other things like what is does my co-curricular record look like mm-hmm. um what else am i doing to add to this degree to mm-hmm. give it a whole like okay so let's say your grades are not where you want it and you feel like maybe that part-time job is not like allowing you to get there how mm-hmm. else can you like yes, make your uh, your degree mm-hmm. look whole that kind yes. of thing yeah. so yeah, yeah. so Sorry, it's I'm, important I'm to in my hand <laughs> <I'm just laughs> but i'm just something again just exactly what you said like mm-hmm. just something to add to that i feel like if you know you can't balance the work school work school thing mm-hmm. like i don't know you haven't talked about this yet but like doing a co-op or an internship where mm-hmm. you take um like months off or like at least a year off to just get that work experience mm-hmm. i feel like that's definitely important because like even if you can't like working before going out into the real world i feel like it definitely gives you a one-up a one-up yeah it really does and i feel like that's definitely something i i mean i know i did it but i feel like i wish i did it in my program so i wish i did an engineering job before i went out into the Mm -hmm. real world because like it does give you like you know just a sense of like knowing what you're going to in a sense what you're going to face yeah Yeah. what you're going to encounter and like i mean i just think it's just important in general because Mm -hmm. even when you like i was talking to a couple of like interviewers, I don't know what they're called, people that interview you and That's basic it. interviewers, okay? <laughs> and like basically, like, you know, some of them, they don't even look at your grades. They just want to know if you've, like, they literally just want to know your past work experience. Mm-hmm. And you're just over there, like, oh, okay. And like, even if it's not something that has to do with what whatever job you're going into, mm-hmm. they literally just want to know that you can work. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like once they know you can work, then they'll probably know, okay, you can pick up what they're going to throw at you. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes like that's why even if it's just like for a month or two, just get like an experience. Like over with, summer. Over summer. Yeah. Like just something. I feel like and it I, definitely yeah. is useful. Yeah, with school, you don't really have those responsibilities yet. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if it's, like, a free or a minimum wage job over summer, like, Mm -hmm. how, you know, your friend was saying that she Mm -hmm. she literally called up companies in her area and just kept... She was like, please, I need an engineering experience. Like, you don't have to pay me, like, an engineering salary or a competitive one. She actually said they shouldn't pay her at all. But then, we all know that's illegal. Yeah, you can 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 be be a volunteer, though. Yeah, Yeah, anything. So, they paid her minimum wages. Yeah. Minimum wage is good enough if you're getting that much experience, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. before you, know you it, uh, yeah, you know, that's good. But then, um, my question, I have a question for you guys, for like people who have graduated and are still finding it hard to find a job. Like, what would you say allowed you to, what would you say you did differently that allowed you to find the job? I feel like what you guys were talking about is really, really good. I feel like that's what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. It's not so much because... When you're applying for jobs, they're not going to be like, okay, because I'm in accounting. They're not going to look at my transcript and be like, you know what? Because I took one of the classes twice because the first time I got like, well, we don't need to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't like, you know, well, you know what? You got this mark in that one class you took in first grade or whatever. They don't care. First grade? Like, sorry, not first grade, first year. (laughs) So like, they they really don't care. What you have to do differently Mm -hmm. is set yourself apart. And like, if you have to volunteer, go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. If you have to, because whatever you need to do on the job, there's training. They're going to train you specifically on what it is. Yes, you need to have... Gen- okay, I'm speaking from an accounting point of view. Finance. No, it's the same. They're going to... You mm-hmm. have the general knowledge of what the the company is doing, what you need to do. But the how they go about doing it is going to be different in whatever company that you're applying for. And they're going to train you because they don't want you to mess up, obviously. So you just have to make sure that something as simple as... Um, like in church, I just volunteer for the finance committee. Oh, now I can put on my resume. I'm, I can touch it up real nicely and mm, say things that I'm not really doing but you know exactly like oh drafted a business plan on how oh, to increase wow. revenues but we know that's offerings you know what I mean? <laughs> so there are ways to just set yourself apart there, mm-hmm. there's communities that you're probably part of that you're not really recognizing um, the opportunities to, to mm-hmm. set yourself apart you just have to open your eyes and actively um, invest in yourself mm-hmm. if, even if it's just time Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I feel like Anthony said everything. Like, I really feel like <laughs> I really feel like it's that putting yourself out there. Like, you know, even if it's just volunteering, just doing something to put on your resume. And I know, like, you know, sometimes you just do it to put on your resume. But even just learn from it. So don't just do it to put on your resume. Put on your resume. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Touch it up. Make it look fancy. But actually learn from it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> actually learn from that experience. Like, actually take something out of it. It's like in the I, I I went one year, yeah, actually one year. Wow, it was exactly one year without a job. Mm-hmm. But that was because I I mean it was kind of I didn't really want to work. But I mean even when I did want to work, it was me actually going out there and be like, okay, like you know I did the same thing. I volunteered for church. I like you know helped them redesign the building and just stuff like that. So obviously I made it sound a bit more fancy. Always, but it's like <laughs> always make it sound more fancy. Yeah. But it's like actually learning from that, even if it's just like learning people skills. So it may not even be technical skills. But just like always putting yourself in a position 
where you're going to learn Mm -hmm. and then that learning experience is going to help you in your future experience. Just Mm -hmm. something like that. I feel like that was definitely what helped me in this uh, position. And just to like add on to that, I want you guys to like take advantage of those free trials of softwares that you get. Mm -hmm. Like you get three months free software free for SAP. Download your SAP for three months and you just work on it. You play around in it. And guess what? Now you're proficient in SAP as for your resume. Proficient. <laughs> oh my gosh, so wish you could do like if this if, if if this is for students, you know like when you're a student, you actually get free. free. Not yes. even it's not even a trial anymore. Like it's free, free. for the whole um years during mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Always look for those opportunities mm-hmm. for those programs because when you graduate they're like a thousand bucks. Um that is exactly. the truth. Yes. <laughs> because for Revit, so exactly what I was well, doing. I was I used Revit so I was redesigning the building for my church. Okay. And um <laughs> And um, I had never used Revit before. I had used AutoCAD and like other, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Well, they're just just like engineering 3D softwares. So, um, and then I had used like all sorts of software. So I was like, yeah, I'll just try to use it again. And like, Revit was trying to charge me the most. Mm. So thank you, Lord, for my beautiful younger sister because (laughs) she she is still in school. And the fact that she went to school actually saved me because I was able to use her own software to do what I needed to do. And like, I was like, I was in school for four whole years and, and I never know. used this. Mm. Not once. I downloaded MATLAB on my laptop. I downloaded Creole, but really and truly, I probably touched them like once every other summer. Yeah. So I never really used them. And like, here I am, just finished school. We no access to this, um, to and this website and it. now I need it because yeah. like, you know, I had all this free time. So it's important to use those free things you can use. Like, honestly, there are a lot of perks. You just have to look into it and be, use those things and get what you want. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're not getting what you want, what's the point? Yeah. Let's talk networking. Like, uh, because... <laughs> okay, <laughs> let the record show that Donnie is, like, sighing. Like, she, <laughs> I hate networking you so hate, much. Okay, good. Sorry, good. Because go we're going to talk about it. And right. I want to know why you hate networking. Right. And, like, because a lot of people say it works. And I feel like it really does. Like, if you utilize it well. And it doesn't have to be, like, professional networking where you're going to a place, like, an event. Or, like, stalking someone on LinkedIn. Because I find that My very... specialty. Oh? You did that? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about how you use, like, networking to get like let's talk about you on linkedin (laughs) um i feel like networking hmm, i don't even know if i've ever really actually no i have utilized networking because that's how i got my recent job you see okay Mm, that is true she's it wasn't like a professional like yeah it's just someone you know yeah is my plug right now for like this part-time job i'm getting (laughs) seriously it makes so much true yeah. yeah i feel like a lot of times when we say networking we just make it sound like a really, really big professional, like, student tie, yeah. like, you know, the uh, Kissing Hills <laughs> networking, no. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's exactly what Matilda yeah. said. So it's just more lax. So mm-hmm. it's more like, you know, even just, like, talking to your friend about, oh, okay, so I heard you do this. That's nice. Like, you know, oh, actually, I actually used to do that. Da, 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 da. And then suddenly, like, you know, she's like, oh, there's this position here. And, like, I think you'll be good for it. Like, you yeah. know, just, like... Things like that. Like, I know I've helped a couple of friends actually get a job when I was in Party City. Like, um, And I'm one of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, even yes. like, yeah. I, I, even and you know, just... even after that, I went to Toronto and I still got Party City because of what you had done. Like, so yeah. it's like, even just like small yeah. things. I feel yeah. like it's, it's, a, 
it's important. Like, I know, like, sometimes, like, you know, they're, like, all this networking events, which, I mean, I do think those ones are also really good because I feel like we networking events, like, you know, you get to, even though, every single time I go for one of those, I just kind of, like, stand in the back, I, which is not the good, <laughs> which is not the best thing. But, like, I really don't like, I feel like that's what I don't like about networking, but I feel like they're also kind of important because, like, I have gone to somewhere, I've received very, very good information about volunteering in specific places. Even though I never went ahead to do it, but I know that, I now I know about it. So yeah. it's, like, even if, like, you're not going there to become best friends with your next boss, but, like, just going there to even just gather some, like, some form of information. information. Like, I mean, I learned about, like, a bunch of different HVAC companies that I didn't know anything about Mm -hmm. because I went for the ASHRAE uh, networking event that happened a couple of years ago back in Carlton. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, now I know, okay, I know this HVAC company. Like, when one company, like, oh... I heard about you from somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's like, now I couldn't like know a bit more, more. even yeah. though I have not gone to do like, you know, the most research. Mm-hmm. People like, legit get jobs from those things. People get, yeah. yeah I know a friend who yeah. got a job from a networking yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, People get jobs from it. Really? <laughs> yes, it's really. To, it I worked. know people. It okay, works. Like, I went for yeah. this networking event. It was like a women in engineering thing. Mm-hmm. Like they were just talking. And this girl worked in um, a bearing company, which is kind of what I was doing as, mm-hmm. as well. And she worked in a competitor's. And she, now she's doing a master's. And she's doing it in aerospace, which is also a master's I kind of want to do mm-hmm. as well. So like... She she's literally gone the path that I want to go on. So we had like a very extensive conversation and she was like, Oh, when you graduate, like reach out to me. I might be able to talk to you know oh those kind of you never <laughs> you never know <laughs> those things. But know. then there's also some networking events you go for that like you're just standing there faking yeah. laugh, girl. <laughs> be laugh. No, it's laugh. True. Yeah. There are a lot okay. of them I've actually been to like that. I just don't talk to anybody. But you know what? Even those ones, I feel like even if you're not talking to the companies that come even just talking to your fellow teammates, like your yes, fellow classmates, like I feel like that is helpful because like you talk to them and they're like, I know I'm bored here. So and they're like, oh, like, you know, and then suddenly you guys are talking about class or just something. And then here you are learning new information. Like I, and my dad always says this, like no information you learn is ever like, you know, not useful. Mm-hmm. Like really and truly every single information, like even if it's the fact that chips break in half, like whatever, Nicki like Minaj fought um, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like there's some obviously like <laughs> that's the useful information. No, I feel like eventually, inf- eventually, like there's some information that like you know Never it may happened. not be the most useful thing, but like it really doesn't hurt to know it. Mm-hmm. Except like the only reason why not knowing that information would be bad is if like it's going to endanger you in some way. Then obviously you don't need to be knowing that. But like if like let's say like I'm not going to I'm not going to go read all the newspapers in the world or all of that, but like. Really and truly, if you can get something out of, like, get a form of knowledge out of something, might as well. Like, you honestly might as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's no wasted knowledge. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you don't need it right now, it will just be at the back of your brain. And one day, maybe someone is, like, maybe is the last question in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? What year did Nicki Minaj and Cardi B fight? Oh, 2018! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you are. That's unlikely happening. Who knows? Who knows? So. Yeah, let's, let's quickly try to move away from, because we actually have a lot to talk about. And, like, I think networking is something that we'll definitely delve into, like, in, like, have a dedicated episode to networking, because it's so important, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so when you come out of university now, do you, how do you know when to go nine to five routes or like the entrepreneurship routes? This is the thing with entrepreneurship. Mm. No, no, and <laughs> the, the thing with entrepreneurship is, I know I have nothing against it. If anything, I'm telling you right now, go, go be your own boss. But I think where people get it wrong is that 
you have to fund your entrepreneurships. Like you guys Maybe have to remember, like you have to remember. Like I know a lot of people, a lot of Africans as well. We talk about how like, oh, my parents just want me to go to school. or They just want me to have a nine to five. No, that's not necessarily what they want for you. They want you to make a good living to support your lifestyle. And if it means starting as a nine to five, so that way you have that stream of income to get this idea that you have up off the ground. If you have the means already to go jump, jump straight into it, go ahead. But don't, don't in debt yourself to, um, um, to, to fund your entrepreneurship because the whole idea is to have multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. If you have your nine to five, have that as one, you have your entrepreneurship, you have that as one, you drop your nine to five. Once your entrepreneurship starts making more mm -hmm. than your nine to five. And then with the entrepreneurship, you end up making another entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and then look at you, you're Bill Gates. A whole like, round of applause. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. My girl said you're no. Bill Gates. Okay. It's true. No, That's yes. It's yeah. true. Honestly, might be another yes. Bill Gates in the, another black Bill Gates in the making, mm -hmm. as Queen Bee has told that. us. No, it's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree because I, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm. I really, really like entrepreneurship in general. Like, I feel like I, I don't really know. Yeah, Ibo, it, it comes with the G. <laughs> it comes. It comes with it the G. It does. But um, you also start moving continent. Like, I see. You guys are always thinking about your next one. Somebody that actually met you. She knows. Like, I met. I met someone who, um, he was saying something about. His parents were doing importation and exportation. <laughs> and the first that came to my mind was, containers are high sea. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I, but my parents don't do that. No containers are the high sea, okay. yeah. But, but you know, we've been talking about it okay, since, drink. like, we were in high school. <laughs> no, honestly, like, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm really always thinking about my next source of income. In a mm -hmm. sense, like, I like the whole idea of entrepreneurship, but I really feel like a lot of people stress me. Because they actually, they genuinely <laughs> stress me. Because exactly what you said, it's like they just jump into it. And the next thing, there's nothing wrong in asking for money on Twitter. But in next thing, they're on Twitter retweeting saying, go oh, fund like, me. you know, go fund me. Or no. they're on Twitter saying, oh, business? like, you know, for their business. And all of a sudden, I've never seen that. Oh, I've seen it's it funny time. because oh my I'm God, way I'm homeless here. now. Go fund me. Why are you homeless? I mean, a lot of people were just homeless. Okay, you know what? That's not the point. <laughs> no, no, see, but honestly, it was actually funny because on my way here today, I was actually reading a tweet and like, I'm not, I'm going to kind of like change things up just in case. I don't know who the person is. So this, I'm even changing genders. So this, so this person, so this person decided to, they, so they decided to um leave their nine to five and start a sheep selling business mm -hmm. and i'm like okay that's really nice mm -hmm. you work nine to five for a bunch of years i don't know mm -hmm. how how long because you did not tell us but i'm pretty sure if you're working nine to five by the grace of god you should be saving no you should be saving if you know you're going by to the start grace a business mm -hmm. i feel like you know hopefully god has given you that kind of wisdom to know what to do <laughs> next so therefore you should have been saving but no, this be beloved individual decided to tell no. us <laughs> to fund their new business. And honestly, I do not know why, but that really, really angered me so much. Like, I was literally on the bus having a full-on conversation with myself, angry. Because I'm like, you know what? Because they were not asking for a regular... They were not asking for 10K. They were asking for, like, 200K Naira. No, Naira. shit. Okay, so, okay, okay, not okay, dollars, okay. Naira. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I was like, what's well, yeah. <laughs> No, not 200K dollars. Like, 200K Naira. I was like, not even... Because this is how businesses work. <laughs> yeah. That's not a lot. That that's not a lot. But in Nigeria, but still, it's a, it is it's a, a significant amount. So, I just felt like, you know what, there's nothing wrong in asking for money to start your business. But I just feel like if you're going to start 
a business, mm-hmm. you should have thought about where these funds are going to come uh-huh. from. You're not just going to jump. You can even get investors. Because it's uh-huh. you, don't, you don't have to go to So, you see, mm-hmm. even yeah. you getting investors is you thinking about where the funds is going to yeah. come from. So, before you start I need to have a stake anything, in your business. Why am I GoFunding it? Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> because right. it's like, if you think about it, it's like there's nothing really wrong in starting a business yourself. I yeah. love it. I love the ideas. I hear so many beautiful ideas every day. Yes, you go, girl. You mm-hmm. go, boy. You go, person. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is that if you're going to do this, you're going to have thought about yeah. where the funds are coming from. Yeah. You're going to have thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So, like, you know, let's have a plan. So, the fact that I saw that that person was trying to have us fund their business, nothing wrong, actually. I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong with that because I personally wrong. found a lot wrong in mm-hmm. that. But it's like, I just felt like the person had said that they had worked 9 to 5 for a couple of for years. So, why did you not save in that 9 to 5? Where? Like, even if it was for you to, like, sacrifice some meals or even, like, you know, walk instead of take the bus or just something. That's what Why did you not save? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's my problem. Do it. I think you should do it. But before you do it, whether whether or not you do the nine to five, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just think about where your funds are going to come from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do shift that's my work. own thing. Do shift work. Do something. Work while you're doing your nine to five. So mm-hmm. work while you're doing your, while you're building your business yeah. and build your business. There's with nothing that wrong money. with that. Exactly. With that exactly. money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, I think people always like, Maybe why they are so dead set on raising the funds themselves is maybe they don't want to um, share a stake in their own company They're because frauds. they want to keep. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. fraudulent. That's fraudulent. But like you know, you can actually you can have investors and like okay, if you want to start a company, as long as you have fifty one percent, you have the power. You are the president. You have you're the board of directors. You're fine. Get the bank involved. Get a loan that is legitimate. Loan. Get, do you know how much funding is available? Okay. I'm talking as a Canadian, how much funding <laughs> is available through the government. Mm-hmm. The government has a fund alone. It's called BCIP. I only know this cause I used to work. It's building Canada project. As long as you build your business in Canada, you have a right to write that. It down. As long it as down. you're a black woman or as long as you're a woman, they have funds specifically for women. If you're in IT, you have, Stop so asking much Twitter for your help, yeah. for help, especially if you're out here flossing money and et cetera. But just make sure there's, you have so many resources available and I just want to make sure that everybody is, if you care a lot about that company you're, as much as you say you do, you will give enough time to do the research and to make sure that you're building that company on solid ground mm-hmm. so that way you can prosper. It's not just, I have I a have fluke, an idea, an idea <laughs> and then you sell it. It's not, it's not a pipe dream. Take your dream seriously. Yeah, true. that's true. Okay, let, let's talk about now, like, since you guys were talking about saving and everything, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about the importance of saving as an adult. Um, because, yeah, man, I when I got the mm-hmm. first... Like my first proper paycheck from mm-hmm. my work, I was just like, "Man, I'm rolling in cash. <laughs> what you doing? Like cash money. Before you know it, it's rents, everything, nah. and there wasn't really, <laughs> there was not really that much left. But you still have to save, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you guys do it? Even at, like from the perspective of a student as well, because my dad keeps saying you save. need to save. Like it's a habit. Mm-hmm. You don't just come out of school and like start mm-hmm. getting those big jobs when you start paying. If you don't know how to save that money is still going to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Like, how'd you guys do it? I actually love saving. Like, I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if they know me out there, but people that know me know that Mm -hmm. I'm such a saver. Like, I literally have always saved money. First of all, I don't know why. I Uh really don't know why. I feel like my dad has, like, kind of always taught me to save, but I've always just liked saving. So, for me, I know it may not come as easy to everybody, but, Uh like, for me, it kind of comes easy. Like, okay, what I do is I have different accounts for different things and i know people are like people have told me this is excessive but honestly i'm all right they'll be all right (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i feel like saving is very very important because like you don't want to get to a point in life where like you know you're like down to your last dollar and you literally don't know what to do next it's like i mean i know a lot of people are getting to that point in life and that's when they realize what's like that's when they actually found their calling and that's fine but like i don't think i would want to get to that point and that's okay different people have their different journeys but i just feel like saving for me is very very important and in general because i mean you don't i don't want to just i'm just stop saying you i don't want to live yes personally i don't want to live in this life and just like be able to just like literally wake up work wake up work i want to do other things so it's like i feel like i when i save i have one account like my general account which is what i just kind of spend generally out of then i have another so i have like four savings accounts so one account is for travel so one account is when i get my paycheck i put a specific amount in that account for whenever I want to travel. I don't know where I'm going to go to. I have not decided, but, but I going. know there is yeah. money there. If I want to go, I can mm-hmm. wake up one day and buy a ticket and go and I'll be all right. And then I have an account for like, um, an emergency account. I feel like that's the most important emergency thing. Mm-hmm. An emergency savings mm-hmm. account. Because you don't know when God you're going to be out of a job. Yeah. You don't know when you're going like, to, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when you're going to need that thousand dollars to do something. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a thousand dollars in there, even if you have hundred dollars, $100 is better than having zero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So having that emergency account, I feel like is very important. And then I also have just a personal savings account, which mm-hmm. like, I just kind of like just toss money in there. I know, I'm, okay, guys, you I don't have the most money in the world. Let me just say this, but like, I just have a personal account where I just put money in there. And like, you know, when like my, when I see that I don't have that much money and the month is coming to an end and I need to fund something, I just quickly take out of it. And then I know I'm okay because I still have that personal account. And then I also have one other account for like, this is not necessary, but it's just for family and friends. So if, like, you know, oh, my nice. family... I get benefits, right? Um, Let's relax. <laughs> like, if, if, like, my family or friends or somebody needed money and, like, you know, like, I my, my account was personally, like, down or, like, you know, I just didn't want to take out of my regular check-ins account, then I know, okay, I have a backup plan and, like, you know, I can lend them money out of that like, account. That's so sweet. So <laughs> I just, like, feel like yeah. I like I like saving. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I literally love saving, but I do know that I never really so when I started working so before I started working I was obviously earning money for my part time job but it was minimum wage but when I started working and I got that first big paycheck I looked at that money and I was like and like for the first time even though I had saved for so long I did not know what to do with that money Mm -hmm. because it was like then I started thinking okay what am I going to put in this account like you know how am I going to divide up all the money money. and I really like up to today I feel like I'm still trying to figure out how to properly save but that's fine I feel like that's actually important like it's like it's important to know that you can save, but like yeah. it's not a one day thing. Like you're not gonna learn how to save in one day. Like it's a process. But as long as you start somewhere, I feel like that's fine. Like I still have like money in my account. I'm just like I feel like this. I'm even scared for the fact that it's just in my regular checkings account, Girl. and I want to move it somewhere. Yeah. But it's like I'm not really sure which account to move it to. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like investing is also important. So mm-hmm. I don't really know a lot. About investing yet, to be honest, we'll I will talk learning. about this. Where you plug? Where you plug? <laughs> Look out for that episode. Oh. 
I'm learning, but like I feel like if you can, mm-hmm. even if it's a mutual funds account or just something, like you yeah. know, just get an account where you know your money's growing. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. if you put ten dollars there, just know it's going to turn into ten point one dollars <laughs> one day. It's something. It's still yeah. a penny more than yeah. you had yesterday. It really is, and it's not a penny you work for. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I feel like honestly having just. A, uh, an investment account where you know money is constantly growing, I feel like that's important too. And like, just also if you can have an account, you're just never gonna touch. But money's growing though, but you're yeah. just not gonna touch it. Yeah. So like, that can be like. So rather than savings, you put it in an investment. An investment because yeah, it's investment actually account. working for you at that point. In Definitely, time. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, Anthony hasn't talked about saving. Yeah, Anthony. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, Tiffany learned. When she was young, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I was that person who the paycheck drops, it goes into the account, and as long as it's in my account, it's a saving. But it's in my account in the checking. <laughs> so I'm like tap 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 tap, and then I don't realize, and then like you you grow that fear of checking your balance. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I have overdraft protection. Mm-hmm. Tap 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 tap. <laughs> That's the worst thing. That almost gave me a heart attack. So finally, I learned. Like I think, like that's one of the adult thing I learned. That like, listen, like you can't be tapping. You have to be no. You can't be tapping, and even then, you don't have unlimited taps. Why are you even tapping? (laughs) Like, what's actually going through my mind? And so I had to like force myself, and then okay, because of that, because I noticed as well that financial literacy or just financial knowledge is not really taught in school so look out for me i'm actually gonna be like developing an app to actually help you it's more than just a budgeting app it's an Mm -hmm. app that actually you end up earning more the more you save Mm -hmm. so look out for that yeah i found a way okay you earn more and i earn off this too Girl, that's so, okay. Yeah. So just look out for me. I'll, I'll I'll drop something. I'll send it to the girls, and then they'll be able to advertise it. But I just wanted to like because I was looking at um at I was looking quickly on like um Stats Canada, and I was saw some quick things. Seventy two percent of of millennial, meaning people under twenty four, have less than a thousand in savings. Thirty one percent have zero savings, mm-hmm. and only eight percent have more than ten thousand dollars savings. Mama, not everyone so, is like you, okay? I, yeah. My so I'm trying to ball. get in that eight <laughs> percent. We need to build that eight percent up mm-hmm. to the double digits, guys, and Amen. I myself as well. But it's just like with savings, you just you have to be purposeful about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just tell themselves, "I'm saving because of X Y Z." If you have to tell yourself you're saving because of a child and you want to have children in five mm-hmm. years and you don't even have a man yet mm-hmm. whatever whatever motivates you <laughs> she do actually it. just threw in a song there like, like just do it as long as you benefit at the Nike. end of the day whether it's through the child or through the saving the savings do mm-hmm. it that's I, it just, i think for saving it's important to look at how much you spend like how much you spend yes. and how much you earn because mm-hmm. like some people are able to save because like they they're spending money. they have money so you have to look at okay so you feel like you're not making enough mm-hmm. do you need to change your apartment do you yes. need to change your look for uh, like other like reduce your like phone bill like mm-hmm. there are things you need to cut down to allow you to save because definitely. i i definitely like i have a problem saving but then i always feel like oh it's not my fault it's not my fault because of this because but really if i was mm-hmm. actually to sit down to be like okay let me take my spending like where does yeah. my money go it's like oh okay like i read somewhere that you're not supposed to not nothing more than 30 to 40 percent of your income should be rent and it's like, know. if you are, so if you are, you are earning, like, if 60% of your earning is going to rent, then that's already, tax? huh? <laughs> with, I think it's without. 
I mean, it's our net. I like, thought it was like, like 40, what, what, yeah. what comes in your pocket? Yeah. So after your benefits yeah, after, are deducted, after everything, after everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything your disposable be. income. Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely so, right. So if, if more than 60% of your, the money you're earning is going towards, um, like your rent, then like, yo, you need to reconsider like. But you can't move out of here. No, I can't. Yeah, you're lucky. So, so I'm saying like, just like, just take that into consideration mm-hmm. when you yeah. like, um, if you're Analyze not able. Your spending. And then you don't have to save like so much to mm-hmm. like yeah. $10 a month. $20 a month, whatever where you, you can. Are. It depends you on say. where you are as well. Yeah, yeah that Definitely. kind of thing. I feel like people like, race against each other. Like, with savings, people are like, oh, this part, my, my colleague is saving 100 It's like, you're not racing anybody. You mm-hmm. do what it's you need to race. do, and it's mm-hmm. a, that's it. As long as you're bettering yourself, that's yeah. what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, just something to just add, last thought. Um, I feel like no matter how much you earn, you should save. Yes. Even if you're earning $1 an hour, find a way to save one cent. Mm-hmm. You should mm-hmm. always save no matter how much you earn. Mm-hmm. Like, like she said, you don't have to save the most, but whatever it is, just always find a way to save. Yeah. Okay. We might rush through the other things just because we're kind mm-hmm. of out of time, but let's just really briefly talk about these things. But okay. keep in mind, guys, once again, that we're still going to touch on these topics. So um, I want to talk about credit scores and your credits and everything credit card yeah, because I guess it. people in Nigeria this is, <laughs> y'all don't do credit huh? yeah like I think in Nigeria it's not really no a problem thing. right yeah no. but like here man mm. I wish people I honestly yeah. I wish people relied less on credit because um, I think it was Warren but I don't know if it was Warren Buffett don't quote me don't sue me if it's not you who said this but he said if you can't buy something twice you can't afford it yeah. mm-hmm. and what I really like about Nigeria about the no credit stuff is like you re- you're forced to really have the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what you can afford. It's mm-hmm. not because it's on credit. Because I used to work for a call center and a credit card company be like, you're charging me interest. You're charging me on my money. It's not your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, not. it's really not your money. And you're going to end up paying 20% more mm-hmm. because you're using credit. You Sometimes didn't want to save. Yeah. Just afford your credit. No, I actually think credit cards kind of do make sense because like, I mean, here, they kind of use it to see how responsible you are with money. So you're going to need it for your cars. Like when you're buying a car, buying a house, renting a house, they they can tell how responsible kind of, it's not really a good measure, but it's somewhat a measure. And and the thing is that in Nigeria too, like, I think we do need a credit card system. Not so people can be irresponsible, Mm -hmm. but so that people can like have money somehow like do you know what i mean like okay in nigeria they pay rent per year yeah so you're meant to have that money up front even though you might have a good income Mm -hmm. you you have to have that money starting up you don't Mm -hmm. yeah so i think i mean i was listening to another podcast they they were actually talking about why we need and they're in nigerian podcast they're actually in nigeria so they were talking Mm -hmm. about why nigeria needs like a credit card Mm -hmm. system i Mm -hmm. think it's important just spend responsibly guys i think that's Mm -hmm. what it is maybe like people look at credit cards because they always think of i'm gonna pay for it later i'm gonna pay for it later but like the whole the whole like you said credit card is supposed to be an indication of how responsible fiscally responsible you are if you're telling yourself you're gonna pay it later put it in your mind right now that that hundred dollars you're gonna end up paying 120 later yeah, right. but the whole point is it's not because i need a laptop now i really like the max i'm speaking from experience because that's exactly what i did i really like the max so i'm gonna put it on my credit card right now and then i paid it off later. whenever i felt yeah. like it later ideally what you should be doing is you know what this top is on sale it's 20 bucks i'm gonna pay credit the credit bill comes you pay it off right away mm-hmm. do do that so that way you up your credit and then when it's time to make purchases that are going to be on credit that are actually significant say your house your car 
you're doing it from a standpoint of somebody who has the, in like the high 800s because you're responsible with a credit card. So essentially you're saying have a credit card to build your credit, not for like emergency purposes. Yeah. Yes. Don't fund yourself through your yeah. credit card. Build no, your credit yeah. through your credit and card. And always check your credit scores, guys. Um, I'm actually going to post a link when this episode drops. There's, I found a, a place where you can check your um credit score for free. And there are many mm-hmm. such Actually, services. What's a good square, uh, it kind of tells you there's like scale. So you see like where you fall within there. There's also paid services for those where you can actually like, they help you. They tell you how to build the credit score. Okay. Um, so there's many, many services. All you have to do is like Google it. Google is your friend, like mm-hmm, Google. Really? <laughs> yeah. You need all of that. I really wanted to talk about insurance. Let's talk about purchasing insurance when you are an adult. Like it's so insurance important. For what? Life Car insurance. insurance. Oh, get it. Renters yeah. insurance. Get it. Get I it. Think, I yeah. think it's law. It's pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ones yeah. are law. Get it. <laughs> but yeah. some people still drive without car insurance. Anyway. Yeah, oh. that's on you. you yeah, know, if you're, you're gonna get caught, you're gonna go to jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, life insurance. Um, so hmm. the thing is, when I was working, um. Well, life insurance, there's also like additional health insurance because in Canada, we have universal health for the Canadians. Not say we. (laughs) (laughs) You will. Yeah, but yeah, here, but in the US, they don't. But then even for things like when you get cancer, you still, God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) When they get cancer. (laughs) When they they get cancer. I mean, everyone is still going to fall sick at some point. Some point, point. yeah. And it might be a long term. I'm so sorry. I operate on divine health. (laughs) Yeah, because of the blood. But but exactly, be real. Because yeah. it's a, even life insurance is a very morbid insurance to get because mm-hmm. it's based off of the fact that you like might you die. die. Oh, well, yeah. You will die. Yeah, essentially, that's why you're paying because somewhere you foreseen. And people always think that it's them. important when you have a family, so like mm-hmm. maybe they will take care of them after you die. But mm-hmm. even though you're not, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of younger people dying on Twitter, and it's it's really been getting to me, and I really mm-hmm. hate it. But then then there's always like GoFundMe's to like you sometimes return their bodies back to their home country mm-hmm. or like burial funeral costs and everything but mm-hmm. if you it's something you think of right off um, the bat when you come out of school they can cover your funeral costs they can um like help out with those kind of things with yeah it's definitely and it's cheaper i thought about that it's I mean, really really something yeah. that they, they millennials don't they don't know but like a lot of that. it like okay from if you have a job most jobs do have some kind of coverage mm-hmm. especially if you're single but not all the, no it's not like, all and that if might be canada please. canada has really yeah. good insurance i'm but like from when a you, canadian point yeah of I'm privileged. privileged yeah <laughs> But in the US, in the US, like other places, is bare minimum. So really think about it. It's definitely something. Absolutely, especially if you have a family too, because um, ideally, what it's supposed to do is if you have debt to clear your debt, so that way you're not leaving it with your family. Yeah, and you're not, you know, just get it. Debt transfers over. Yeah. Look at me not knowing yeah, all this. Yeah, that transfers over. That transfers over. Yeah. Haven't you watched all these Nigerian movies where, like, yeah, someone dies and then they come to... to because yeah, you have to put something family. as collateral, right? So they can literally take your whole home, uh, like, yeah. as collateral, right? So yeah, I'm gonna go do some reading. Seriously, yeah. serious. And it's cheaper. Apparently, like, health insurance, long-term care insurance is cheaper when you're younger. Like, yes. your monthly payments are cheaper when you're younger because they're, like, the odds of you dying right now mm-hmm. are very slim. The more you know, guys. The more you know and yeah. this insurance is going to be a whole episode like we're going to talk about this because man we don't know about these things and yeah. it's so, it sucks um, agreed 
Man, yeah, and then setting budgets, investing. Important. Impo- Set budget. your budget. Follow your budget. I promise you. <laughs> that's the secret. You can s- listen. I play in Excel all day, playing with my budget. What if I did actually spend twenty dollars more? There's so that. What will happen? Follow it. Freeze your sales. Don't change it no more, and just follow your budget. I, agree. I promise you, it, it's it's gonna do wonders for you. And make a reasonable budget. Don't make a like. Don't make an overachieving <laughs> budget because yeah, yeah that's like, me. Make, everyone, <laughs> make a reasonable budget if you know you cannot go a month without eating out once put it in your budget shots You're fired at to... me <laughs> just, at just me measure too. her name I mean eat out once like basically just make make a budget but make a reasonable budget mm-hmm. and follow it mm-hmm. if you want to make it fancy make it fancy and put it in your... I'm only saying this because I make my budget in extra fancy places but She's make extra. it fancy <laughs> I like put it on top of your bed or just something to oh, remember oh that's nice or, or, or like put it like yeah. in the mirror in your bathroom so no, you right. so you wake up and you're like okay I can't spend more than 10 bucks today it's basically yeah. chasing you every day yeah. Yeah. Let, let your budget chase you until it becomes like a habit. Yeah. So do the whole twenty-one days thing. Every day you wake up, you see the budget. Okay, mm-hmm. nice oh, to know. Oh, okay. Not oh, we're not eating out today. Perfect. Basically, that's like what you that. need to I'm do. I'm gonna start doing that. Actually, Man. I don't even do that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start but doing it. I'll let yeah, you know how it works. We have all this advice, but then we still don't take it. And, yeah. and I think yeah, the more you talk about it, the more you implement it, the more like you know, Amen. it gets there. <laughs> all right, guys. So I think we've come to accept. If you guys have any last things, I don't. Want to store your creative processes uh, the last thing i want to say is when it comes to finances make sure you pay yourself first True. because you you know it's very Carry easy to time. i got bills i got this i got that and then you walk mm-hmm. away when you have nothing you don't True. want a, a life of paying bills because we are supposed to work to fund our lifestyle our lifestyle is not to work amen pay yourself first and then from then on everything else is manageable yes Yes, basically what she said, treat yourself, but don't over treat yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. treat yourself reasonably. So treat yourself and then there's like an asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) And then the bottom, (laughs) reasonably. And also, um, let's try to have more than one source of income, guys. Let's try that. That's also an (laughs) episode. Multiple sources of income because, you know... We're not come to slice to suffer, so therefore we cannot suffer. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been your mantra, like all the while. I've yes, known you. I can't suffer because why am I, I sweating when I can suffer. get AC? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not come to suffer. So yes, yes. Never have <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. one right. day, guys, one day. What does change? Yes, thank God. Yeah, that is true. My AC comes from God now. All right, so um, do this. Um, like. Do you guys want them to reach out to you? Um, and if you do, do you have any social media that you want to drop? Especially you are done. Like, please. Yes. I'm not going to drop my Twitter because that's the old me. Stalk her. Um, find her. <laughs> I'm joking. Actually, you can probably find me because, yeah, I'm going to leave old uh, Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'll start to get more active on LinkedIn if I'm dropping this. My Okay, it's Andini Kebea. It's A-N-D-O-N-I-E. Last, I'm going to be the only black one there. Um, the last <laughs> name is K-A-B-E-Y-A. You can, you know, follow me. Google me, baby. Google me, baby. And uh, you can reach me through Matilda or Hadiza. Don't kill me, please. <laughs> Drop your LinkedIn. <laughs> or you can reach me on LinkedIn at um, Iman Matifni Egan. So that's... Let's That's a long one to spell, them. but no, let's not do that. Uh, my LinkedIn is I M A N M A, and then Tiffany is T I F F A N Y, and then my last name is E G E 
O-N-U. Egyonu. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. Um, so we want to continue the conversations. We know a lot of you guys out there probably have more tips. And again, this is a community. We're trying to build a community of people. If you know anything, try to help other people know it as well. You can um, add our Twitter. We're always going to retweet it. Um, our Twitter is at Pod. If you want to stay anonymous, it's the same thing on Curious Cat. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We are there. We are the African Lipso Podcast. And um, you can also look at us on SoundCloud, the African Lipso Podcast as well. And we always want feedback and reviews on iTunes, anything that you can drop. We want to um, improve ourselves. Thank you and see you guys.